0: The director of prime softball joined by my co-host Lucian Lloyd. We don't have an official title for him yet at Prime, but we're gonna think of something, you know, at some point pretty important. Lou, what up? What's up, man? <laughs> Not much. Hey, we're we're on episode two. So we had enough interest to make another podcast, which I'll be honest with you. I mean you can on all these, you know, Spotify podcasts, et cetera, you can track the analytics of these things and we got like a hundred, we're at like 160 something, uh, listens, uh, for our first one, which absolutely, I'll be honest with you, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. I literally didn't even think we'd get 20 people to listen. To
1: this. <laughs> well, Hey, thanks to everybody that listened. <laughs>
0: That's what I said. God dang. Maybe that, maybe this was a better idea than we even thought. Uh, yeah. Because I really, you know, you mentioned it, uh, I think yesterday about uh, showing up at Arkansas Tech and a bunch of people coming up to you and talking about it. I was the same way. I mean, I had it mentioned multiple times, kids, parents, et cetera. And uh, so I think it was received really well. And uh, that's kind of motivated me to make it better and really actually put some work into it. It's going to be more than just a conversation between me and you uh, each week that, you know, we pretty much have anyway. For sure. I think this is the beginning of something pretty cool for us. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, all right, well, we'll get into uh, the episode, episode two. Uh, what I kind of got on the agenda tonight is we'll run down some week four action from the PSFL at Arkansas Tech. Got some players I want to spotlight. You know, this is a this is something we'll do every week. Obviously, that's kind of the purpose. We want to promote our kids talk about them when they're doing good, et cetera. There's, I've got a list of some kids, and we can add some more in there, too, Uh Then we got some recruiting stuff a little bit. Uh, Then we've got a special interview. Our our guests this week are two people that we know very well and love very much, and that's our Missouri girls Abby Lowry and Jaden Pankow, who are absolutely just tearing it up up there in Joplin. They'll be on here in a little bit. That's that's what we got today. So I guess we getting into it. You know, we can go ahead and jump into week the week four action of the PSFL. First, want to say thank you to Arkansas Tech and Coach Jordan Jones. That's a Great venue to play at, good city to play in. It was great all day. Good field. Uh, we wanted for nothing. You know, we had never, we wanted the only negative was Coach Jones had COVID and had to stay up in the press box, and so that kind of sucked for her, and she felt it too. I, I talked to her at the end, and you you could tell she she was not one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, Troy asked me. He texted me and asked me how Coach Jones was, and I said, Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she, she wasn't good. <laughs> yeah,
0: she she really wasn't. I mean, I think the day before that, I guess that Friday was her bad day with it, but you know, we've all had it before. And uh, that first day is terrible. And then so, a lot of times second day you feel better. And I think that's kind of how she was Saturday, but still she wasn't, you know, she wasn't in the mood to, you know, be around people and mix and mingle and all that. And so I just wanted to applaud her for, not canceling on us because it would have been real easy for her to do and be like, Hey, Oh yeah. Uh, also want to thank Hendricks uh, for coming out and Arkansas Baptist, you know, coach Canon is that Arkansas Baptist has been at every single week of the fall league with the exception of the first one. And uh, Hendricks came today to evaluate to a couple of players. Uh, they're bringing one on a visit. We'll talk about that later. But uh, that's what it's about, man. That's what this Fall League is about, what you saw this weekend at Arkansas Tech, multiple schools present and, and evaluating all day. Man.
1: Yeah, I mean, it makes it easy for those coaches. They can come and see that much talent at one spot.
0: Exactly. I mean, and that's really what it's designed to be. I mean, you can – all levels of coaches can come and, and find players. And I, I, I mean every level in this state. Uh, and yes, I know we have a Power 5 SEC school up in Fayetteville. Uh, that's where I went to school. But they, too, could get something out of coming down and evaluating. We have girls that fit all levels. And uh, what I'm hoping in the future is that that's what this becomes. You know, when we show up at Arkansas Tech in Russellville, you know, we're playing in front of Arkansas Tech, but we're also playing in front of four or five other schools. Uh, right. So I've uh, taken baby steps to that, and but it was good to see that this weekend. So talking about the games, man, it's a dang bloodbath in the PSFL. I don't. I don't see any other way to put it, dude. Like it's, it is a jumbled mess in the standings after Gray. I mean, Gray has separated itself. They're six, one and one,
1: but number. Two, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the first three games ended in a tie, didn't it?
0: it well, there there were there were three ties in four games. Four of the seven games last weekend were one run or ties, uh, and so. You Know we had it, we had a blowout or two. Uh, actually, we did We had one blowout, we had two close games where the, the winner pulled away at the end, uh, both shutouts, and then we had a one run game, and then we had three ties. Uh, Navy, uh, they tied both of their games, and so it, it, that's just it. <laughs> reminds me of the SEC West, man. Like, it's just brutal. Anybody can beat anybody. There's been one team that separated themselves a little bit, but even still, you know, they're. They're one bad weekend away from being down in the thick of it with everybody else, and the number two team and the number seven team are separated by a game and a half. That's it. So comment a little bit on the parody that we're seeing.
1: Man, it's it's crazy because like you look at it and like the team you're referring to separate herself is is George with Gray, and man, I had him, I had him, but. I mean that team just battles, and and then when you look at it, and the team I think that is is at the bottom of the standings is uh, Army, and man, I can't find a way to beat them. They they've given me two of my losses.
0: They 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 beat they. I've only played them once, but they're one and zero against me too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean it's just you're right. Anytime, every time you step on the field, it's you can lose.
0: Yeah, I mean, I it really is that that. I mean, you're seeing that extreme amount of parody. There's no team in the entire league that you're just like, oh, we, this is a win. We got this. And, and there's really no team in the league that you're going to show up, even gray. I mean, I'm, if when we play gray next week and, uh, at NPC and I'm not walking into that thinking we're going to lose. We absolutely have a great chance to win. I think. And I think everybody pretty much does in every game they play because of the parody, but, uh, Yeah, just looking at some of the numbers, every team in the league is tied at least one game except for one team. The the Army team, I believe, is three and five down there. Uh, We've talked about the parity of it, and it is. You know, I told you last week, and you know from day one, I wanted to build a balanced league, and I think we definitely have that. I don't think anybody can sit here and say for certain, this team's going to win the league, this team's going to win the tournament. I mean, Gray has an inside track on winning the league right now, but... Even still, it's anybody's game, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, when, when everybody, if, if everybody's there, I mean, it's it's a totally different game. I mean, you have a, a, a key person missing here or a key person missing there, and it changes everything because the teams are that evenly balanced.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And that that is, I'm glad you brought that up because our attendance issues are about to really diminish, I think, I mean, there's still going to be some kids that miss here or there, but, uh, the, the dogs on most of the teams, I think are in it for the the rest of the way. And so that may alter the alter it a little bit. Um, you know, PSFL awards, we can go ahead and announce those. They'll, they'll all be out in the public by the time this is heard. Uh, Katie Brown is our player of the week. She pitches on my team, uh, Number 44, 26 from uh, DeKalb, Texas – or Decab Texas, excuse
1: me. I was fixing to gr- correct <laughs> you on that.
0: Let's me know. Uh, so, she is our player of the week. She is 66, 667 this week, hit a big-time home run. I mean, she crushed it. Drove in a, three runs, scored a couple of runs, and she also did her typical stuff on the circle, throwing five innings with no earned runs, 5Ks, got a win for us. So – Katie is our player of the week and talk a little bit about Katie. We've had four weeks now. She's been the pitcher of the week twice and now she's the player of the week. So three of the four weeks she's brought home hardware.
1: Well, it was, it was, I mean, I wasn't there when she hit the home run, but I I saw the video that her mom posted and (laughs) it was good to see that because the, the day that we all took that uh, dream team to OBU, you could see her swinging the bat and there's definitely a lot to like there. But she was just like she was just pulling her head just a little, and you could right. see she was getting frustrated. Yeah. And, you know, just, you know, telling her to keep swinging, you know, she's you got it, it's there, you're just off. And to yeah. see it finally come together, that's that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I was really happy for because you're exactly right. I mean, she had really kind of you talk about that weekend at OBU, the last weekend we played down in Sheridan, she was kind of really in her in her feels a little bit about her bat. You knew she wasn't performing the way she wanted to perform. So she went home and she worked and she came out and she had a really good weekend hitting the ball. But uh our pitcher of the week, uh one we know well and love, uh 2025 from Mayflower, Kylie Branscombe. She threw six scoreless innings uh and picked up a a win this weekend and she she really entered the game. No, I think Gray was up two to nothing early on. Black, Black had loaded the bases with no outs, and Kylie entered the game, and she got a comebacker right to her. They rolled a one-two-three double play, and then she got a ground out in the in the next kid to ground out. So that was just a huge momentum swing.
1: You you want me to speak on what she did in the second game?
0: Absolutely. You know, you know, well
1: yeah. firsthand because we were finally my off. And we were, I mean, we were putting together a nice rally. Yep. We scored five in a, uh, and George brought K- uh, KB in. And to say she shut it down, understatement. I mean, we didn't score again until I believe she got out of there. Probably. And then we tied the game up. And that was how the game ended. Right. right. But I mean, she, yeah. I mean, she's, she's a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead. No, I just, she's a problem. But she, when she came in there, I mean, it was the, the, the rally was.
0: Yeah. She's she's done a great job all fall. She had one week last weekend at Sheridan Columbia got to her. I mean, they barreled her. They, they had multiple extra bases, but that Columbia team can absolutely hit. Uh, And but aside from that outing, Kylie has been the picture of consistency. And, and you know, you look at her numbers and it's almost dominant how she is. Like like this weekend, six innings, no earned runs. But she's not striking people out. She's just pitching to contact and Grease, or Gray's playing defense behind her. But it's working. Kylie had a great weekend. It was real pivotal in Gray, you know, not losing a game. You know, and that was kind of big, uh, the fact that Gray – really in both of their games I thought were in position to where they could have lost them both, but yet they didn't lose a game at all. So nobody gained any ground on gray this, this week. I think my team, the white team, only team that didn't lose ground to them. So gray, gray is still the top at the top. And, uh, Kylie Brands a big reason why, uh, the underclassman of the week is Sophie stone. You know, it's was good to see. So, um, uh, Hit the ball to her ability she uh she hit 750 this weekend hit three doubles drove in four scored two runs and i saw all of her hits and they were driven i mean they were they were p rides out there in the gap she really hit the ball hard she also threw two scoreless innings got two strikeouts so uh congratulations to Soph. i i was glad to see her have a big weekend because she's another one that had kind of been you know, almost like a Madison Lindsey on your team that been been hitting the ball well, but she's just hitting it at people and they're getting her out. Right. Uh, but she had some
1: success this weekend. So those are our one- I'm yeah. starting to see one have a good weekend because I played against the pitcher of the week and the underclassman of the week.
0: That's exactly right. <laughs> the underclassman of the week. Uh, not to mention, you know, Caden's Armstrong. She's okay sometimes. So, uh you uh, you you had a you faced two teams that played good games against you. I thought uh, Gray, uh, That was a great game. You know, I thought you you definitely had a definitely had a chance to win that. Uh, and then the Army game was good. It's like you said, yeah. I mean, you look Army's in seventh place right now, but it literally they're only a game and a half out of second place. So I mean, Army is not a
1: pushover at all. Uh, no, with Cadence, I mean yeah. When the tournament starts, you know. They got a chance to to that, make a deep run and but I mean, and like you said, they're in seventh but that i mean somebody's got to be there, but th- they're that's, right. that's that that doesn't mean they're bad
0: and, and not at all like really, there are no bad teams in this, and so we'll just piggyback off that right into the player' spotlight and go with a kid on army who along with cadence uh has really. Really done a great job in the circle for the most part of the year. She got roughed up one weekend, and it's kind of messed her stats up a little bit. But Callie Holcomb has thrown well for Army. Uh, and she's also hit the ball pretty good, hitting three uh, four or five RBIs, scored four or five runs for them. She's pitching well. She threw like two or three scoreless. Uh, she has not done enough in any week to, become, to be a player of the week or something like that, I had a pitcher of the week, win one of the awards. But she's been a very good performer in uh, about 75% of the season so far. So I wanted to shout her out. Uh, and then we'll get into some other kids. Let's see if I got anybody on Pink. You know, probably not because pink Pink's players are so well-known that, you know, I mean, it's like Allie's doing good. But yeah, newsflash, Allie Mendoza's good at softball. Like, we can talk about her. We could have our own podcast about how great Allie is. Easy. Right. Addison Ritchie, you know Addison. Addison's been a stick since the very beginning, and uh, she's transitioned to prime with us. Uh, we're after we're actually after her little sister right now. But uh, Addison I, I, Addison is the poster child to me for hard work and following the recipe. Addison, when we got her, man, like, I, I just heard people talk, like, you know, why, why would they take her? This kid's no good, and yada, yada, yada. But that kid keeps plugging away. She's had some, like, mental setbacks in high school, uh, which I personally know all about those. And uh, and she had not let it stop her. I mean, she's in the fall league so far. She's uh, 16 innings pitched for Navy, 2.63 ERA, 17 Ks, and just four walks. And uh, she's really kind of – there's no doubt. She's been one of the best arms in the whole league. And so talk about that. And she
1: competes. Every time she's out there, she competes.
0: That's exactly right. She competes.
1: You can ask.
0: Yep. That's, that's why I said when, when this draft occurred, I said, Addison Ritchie is going to be a valuable commodity uh, because I, uh, because of what you just said, she does compete. You know, she's going to be in the zone. She's going to compete and her stuff has gotten better. She's throwing the velocities upticked a little bit and she's actually getting, you know, some strikeouts. I mean, 17 K's at 16 innings. That's great. And she's kept her control. You know, she's only walked four kids in 16 innings and <laughs> You can live with that every day of the week. Uh, oh yeah, you know we mentioned Katie. Katie's player of the week. Just run her numbers real quick. And again, she's been awesome. Uh, Katie has thrown nineteen and two thirds innings. She's got a one point oh seven ERA, which leads the PSFL. Opponents are hitting one ninety seven against her, uh, and her swing and miss rate is second in the league at nineteen percent. So, Katie Brown, I, I think she's for real, man.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, she, oh that's the thing she gives, like we said last week, she gives you such a tough look. She doesn't, I mean, I I don't mean this as a negative, but she doesn't throw it like where she's just going to blow it by you, but pragmatics, she can put it where she wants to and you're you're not going to square it up.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the delivery is definitely throws hitters off and uh, you know, she, she is Katie, like a lot of young kids. I mean, we, we've talked about them. For forever, we got them on our own team, and that's they've got to learn to develop that, that change up, man. That's that's the key to unlocking the next tier. And Katie, for sure, yet yeah, she's like, she she got one, and it's good sometimes, but sometimes she loses confidence in it. And if she will master that pitch and really devote herself to throwing that, I think she can be really, really
1: good. That's that, that, that is the pitch that I have been talking to my two pitchers about, yeah. Grace Troger and, and, uh, carson chastain both of them throw the change up and sometimes they just it, it's it's not where they want it to be and right. i just tell them from the dugout i don't care keep throwing it i don't care if they hit it keep throwing you have gotta have that pitch
0: yes speaking of carson chastain she's one that i want to throw some spotlight on that's our 26 from woodline carson uh has really been a key uh, cock for you for the pink team in the circle. She's thrown twenty and two thirds innings. That actually leads the league. Uh, she's got sixteen Ks, just seven walks. Her ERA is four seven four. But you know, we've kind of talked about that before that that might be a
1: little skewed. And- yeah, I don't I, I I don't think it's that high.
0: Right, right. I mean, yeah, and, and you're not, the numbers would back it up. I mean, the, when we, when you look at the team defense numbers, uh, you you're struggling a little bit there. But- <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up.
0: Welcome. Well, I'm talking. To your pitchers are. Uh, but
1: <laughs> but now that I, I tell you, Carson and, and 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 Grace both, as soon as they realize how good they are, they're going to be a whole lot better because those don't know how good they are yet. Right. And they've got themselves because the, I told Grace this weekend that her and Carson both are better than they think they are. Yeah. And as soon as they realize that, they're gonna they're gonna hit a whole different level. I can't wait to see it.
0: I agree. I think you know. I mean, you know as well as I do that this game is a lot of
1: mental. I mean, it's confidence. Oh, it's a whole lot of mental. It is,
0: and uh, you know Carson is one that you know she's about to start the performance workouts up there in Little Rock every every Wednesday with Doug Starrett and that crew and. Uh, you know this, this kid. I think she wants it, and I'm I'm really anxious to see where she'll be in the PSFL next year. Uh, she may be one of those you're wanting to draft real, real early. Uh, wouldn't surprise me a bit. Uh, moving on, let's talk about El Chapo, old Madison Chaplin. She is uh, she is making her presence felt for sure. Hitting 467, leads the PSFL and RBI despite missing one weekend with nine. And uh, she's still in bases. She's scoring runs, making plays in the infield, making plays in the outfield. She's looking good behind the plate. Maddie Chaplin is for real.
1: Any chance she's not going to be there this weekend?
0: <laughs> no, buddy. You are going to have to face the, the, the whole squad this weekend.
1: They're okay. All- okay. I just <laughs> – hey, just throwing that out there. If she's got an eight something she needs um, to take. <laughs> <laughs> this on. will be a good weekend to miss. Hey, she's,
0: <laughs> she's going to be leading off for us. So, uh, she, she's a great kid, man. I re- really, really like her. I dang Jeff Orr, man. He doesn't send us many, but boy, when he does, he hits a dang home run every time.
1: Oh, he uh, To say he knows what he's doing is, an, I don't like to give him credit to his face. So, since he's not here, I can do it. But he, right. he's he's the man.
0: He is. He is. I like Jeff a lot. Uh, clearly knows what he's doing. He's a former, uh, you know, professional player. Uh, but he has been dead on with the girls he's sending us. That's why when he sent us that 25 the other day, I've been meaning to get on there and respond to that. But yeah, we want her, we we can find a place for her. Uh, you know, there's uh, if there's interest there because Jeff's reputation, you know, it's kind of like Troy. When Troy says, Hey, go get this kid, this kid's get, I I don't ask questions, I don't need to see, I don't need anything. I want her. And, yeah.
1: That, I mean, that's it. If, if, if believes in her enough to send us three or four videos and talk about what a ball player she is, sign her up.
0: I'm with you, man. I'm just <laughs> to find that as soon as we get done with this. Uh, somebody else I want to highlight. And this has been, she's been a little bit of a surprise. Uh, she's a 27 plays on the black team from Texarkana, Arkansas. Her name's Palin Nichols. And, uh, Palin was just, I mean she was like uh, maybe a month off of knee surgery uh, prior to the PSFL starting. and she's a 27. and she's really I, I don't even know that she's a primary pitcher. I think she was a primary position player, but Palin has thrown 10 innings in the fall league and that's that's quite a bit on black. They have like four pitchers and they they spread it around evenly. She's got a 1.56 ERA. She struck out six. She's walked only one hitter. She is doing – Man. That's kind of, what I'm saying. I mean, she's doing kind of what we we talked about, like uh, – who was it? Carson. Uh, you know, Carson's throwing strikes and uh, getting people out. Kylie Branscombe is throwing strikes and getting people out. Well, Payla Nichols is throwing strikes and getting people out as
1: well. That's that's good. I I don't know that I've seen her pitch that much, but – those stats speak very highly of her ability. Absolutely. I mean, I, you, you know, you you play for
0: one or two weeks. I mean, the stats can get a little skewed. But we're, we're entering our week five now. We're more than 50% done. And so I think we can start paying attention to some of these numbers. And Palin, Palin's numbers suggest that she's one of the more effective arms in the league right now as a 2027. 20, so shout out to her.
1: No no, No kidding.
0: Another black team teammate of hers, which you 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 know this one well, and that's Maddie Holcomb's
1: dude. This, this kid, man, oh, I did not know know who Maddie Holcomb's was until this fall league started, but I don't know. Every time I, I mean, I don't think she misses a barrel when she swings. <laughs> she, I mean, she everything she hits is just scalded. It,
0: it is. I mean, Maddie, Maddie is. Really, really good. Like this weekend. Okay, we're it's early. You know that was the nine a.m. game, and I mean it's it's early in the game. Kylie Branscomb gets on first. I forget how, maybe walked, but we know Kylie KKB is fast. I mean she's oh, yeah. fast, but she she's in that next tier of kids. Uh, from you know scholars in a tier by herself, and then when you drop into the next tier, Kylie's in it, and she's got oh be yeah the base stealer. Well, she took off on Maddie Holcomb. Uh, <laughs> Maddie Holcomb nailed her I mean just nailed her and uh, you know she got a good break there was nothing wrong with Ky- what Kylie did it was just Maddie Holcomb has I called her you know I started calling her Hosecomb because that's what she's got <laughs> I
1: like that uh,
0: you know and you and I have talked about uh, well here's Lauren hello Lauren would you like to speak I don't it. <laughs> okay well then leave me be
2: I'm just looking.
0: Okay. Uh, you know, Maddie, we talked about these performance workouts. You know, you you called me last night, interested in D going to them. Uh, we've had some kids interested in attending them you know, with the Sterrits and Maddie, et cetera. Maddie Holcomb's is the walking poster child of what those workouts can do for you. She was a kid by, now I didn't know her, but she was a kid by all indication that I, from what I've heard, this was a kid that was nothing nothing impressive a year or two ago. I mean, she, she wasn't. And you look at her today, she's gotten attention every weekend from uh, every campus we've been on. And uh, she's already making a name for herself as a 2027. And so you can imagine, after two more years of training at at performance and working out and really devoting herself to it, how good Maddie Holcomb may be.
1: Well, you sent that uh, list to me that we were going to OBU with. Yeah. And there were some of the kids on there that I, I mean, I wasn't familiar with and she was one of them. And I mean, that, that that team, that that lineup was as good as I've ever been a part of it. It, it was solid. Um, it was a- Coach Jackson, Coach made the comment that we could take that lineup right there and drop it in the middle of his conference and compete immediately. That's how good that lineup was 100%. And for a 2020 to get in the middle of that and not only you know fit in, but excel. Yeah, man, hats off to her.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you could. I really believe that too. You could have taken that team, stick them in the GAC, and we'd be a middle of the road GAC team.
1: Well, like and I said last week, that there was a SAU commit in the circle that got beat up pretty good. I, we
0: beat her off the mound, and you know she was good too. Like she was really get
1: real good. Yeah,
0: real good. <laughs> good. I'm I'm still trying to get her, but uh. Yeah, I I mean that was a heck of a group right there, and Maddie Holcomb's was just one of many impressive. Yeah, ones.
1: she like I said, not only did she fit in the middle of it, she excelled in it, and that I mean, like I said, twenty twenty seven to to jump into that, yeah, yeah, hats off to you, kid.
0: I'm I'm a big fan of hers already, uh, and she's a great kid too, just a real sweet, good kid. Uh, moving on to somebody else that just continues to impress me, and that's. Uh, 2026 first baseman uh, from star city chase Lynn blasting game for great for our great team chase we've had her you know we've had her since last summer and the very first time I ever saw her was a little podunk practice I ran out and poeing for whoever wanted to come one day and that tells you something I mean I'm going out to freaking poeing, which you know that's not uh that's not common but I did it because they wanted to practice and you know, we we go through our drills and our infield defensive routine, and then we, we break into the live portion. Chasen was one of the first hitters up in the live portion, and uh, I forget who was pitching. It could have been Carson, honestly. I mean, Carson was there that day. But anyway, pitch comes in, and this kid just smashes it uh, out of the yard. Bomb. Uh, first swing I ever saw her take, and she hit all summer. She's hit all fall leagues. She's hitting five she She's got 10 hits in four weeks. Uh, five of them are for extra bases. So, over 50% of the time, she's getting an extra base hit. Kid just hits, man. Uh, do You you know who I'm talking about
1: because you faced her this week. I, yeah, I do. And and you, you were standing next to me in the dugout and compared her to Red. There's yes. not a higher compliment you can give her. That's exactly right. I mean, she – if she reminds you of red, that kid's got a, a bright future ahead of her. And when she stepped, I mean, she, she's a, she's a strong kid. And when she stepped, she has a presence when she walks up there. There's, there's no doubt about it.
0: She does. I mean, she's, she's one that, you know, she steps into the box. you you're, you're, you know, inherently going to be careful with her. And she, uh, on the ability to drive the ball to the opposite field for power and you know a lot of good a lot of good things out of chaseland and so i'm real proud of her and wanted to mention her she's really had a great fall last little spotlight that i've got on here and you may want to throw in a few more but um it's cooper cooper terry (laughs) cooper cooper is such a goofball i mean she she really is like if you know her, you know Cooper doesn't touch a bat. I mean, she doesn't touch one. Uh, her whole life, she doesn't touch one. If she's not at softball practice or school, she's not hitting. She's changed that since she's committed. She started actually hitting and putting some effort into it. But Cooper just shows up and hits, man. And that's that's what she did this weekend. You know what her batting average was this weekend? It was a 1,000. She never got out. And, uh, you know, for the year, she's hitting 727. She's second in the league in hitting right behind Sadie uh she's got multiple extra base hits she's driven in six runs she scored six runs she just Cooper's just a player man and uh she has fun doing it too she just shows up with a big smile on her face and goes out there and goes to work so talk about Coop and just her kind of uncanny ability to just get in there and mix it up
1: I don't think it's fair you shouldn't be able to just roll out of the bed and hit 700. (laughs) fair. (laughs) I mean you got kids that work their butt off and (laughs) <laughs> they're hitting you know they hit i mean 400's great right and you got right. coop who rolls out of the bed hitting 700
0: <laughs> i swear man
1: and you know she
0: she had a bad you, first inning uh in the circle uh had some adversity but then after that boy she locked in after that she she the the inning after the bad inning was vintage cooper it was his good cooper well, look
1: and well that that's what i'd like to see then because you know when when coop was going on her roller coaster ride she lost i mean the thing about cooper's always been her confidence i mean if the bases were loaded with no outs she wanted the ball yeah and and not i mean nobody wants the ball there cooper was goofy enough to not know any better and just go out there and get you out of it and but you know when she was going through that adversity she kind of lost that and i mean for her for her to get that back that's that's awesome to see because i mean everybody knows how good she is i mean yeah, she just didn't know it at the time she right she was the same person she just she just you lost. know i mean you know when we play against the competition against as a pitcher you're gonna get hit you absolutely I mean, that, you know, that's what, you know, like I said last week with, with Carson. I mean, she threw a pitch to Taylor Irvin that she, it was an 0-2 pitch, and it should have struck Taylor out. Because oh. if Taylor was going to swing at that pitch, it should have struck her out. Carson made a great pitch, but sometimes good hitters, they hit. They do. They do. And she, Taylor deposited that in, to right center for a double. And, and that's the thing, you know, that I, I hope Coop get you know, she understands that. You know you're good, and you need to you know you need to know that and and own it. Right. And when somebody hits you, tip your hat and go get the next one because she's more than capable of it.
0: And really, that's you. You got to keep your your head down and keep going uh, immediately after uh, adversity occurs. And so yeah, that is something that that you know was never a problem for Cooper, but it became a problem when she got into a really bad mental place, and she's pulling herself out of it and. We'll see it this fall. I mean, you know, when we go to some of these tournaments, we're going to go to. She's going to get hit. She's going to give up some home runs, and those are just teachable moments. You know, for for us to to kind of work with her and be like, look, you're you're going to college. You're going to be a college pitcher Coop. you you are going to give up home runs sometimes. Keep your head down. Keep working, and uh, you'll always come out on top. And I I really believe that
1: Cooper is strong
0: enough mentally to
1: to do that because of what she has to be, or she wouldn't still be doing what she's doing.
0: Exactly right. If she would have quit a long time ago. So I
1: would have. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, so that was really all I had for player spotlight. just wanted to highlight uh, a couple of kids. Okay. I'm, I'm getting texts from our special guests telling me now and now or never.
1: Oh gosh, (laughs) this is going to be wild.
0: It is. It's going to be, that's going to be crazy. Uh, so let's go ahead and hit the pause button on this portion. When we come back, we'll, we'll do our recruiting talk. We'll talk about week five and then we'll, we'll be done. Let's go ahead and do our interview though. Okay. We're, it's time for our special guest segment. And we are here with two very special people Delusion and I, uh, they are, Our Missouri girls, our Yankees, Jaden Pankow and Abby Lowry. Uh, Abby's a 2025 outfielder from Joplin, Missouri. She is committed to Arkansas Tech, uh, committed to Coach Jones, what, Abby, about two months ago. And then Jaden Pankow is a uh, 2025 uncommitted first baseman who – also may go to college to row at a D1 school. So these are two interesting kids, both from Joplin, Missouri, best friends, go to high school together. They play on our 18 u national team together, and we are some of their very biggest fans. Both girls, not just one, both have been absolutely tearing it up up there in in Missouri during their high school season. They play a fall high school season, and these two kids are just murdering the ball. So, Abby, I want to talk to you first. Tell me about the season you're having. Um,
2: I would say I'm having a pretty good season. Um, you think? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't exactly know what my averages are like in like my stats at the moment, but like,
0: well, you're north of 500, I know, and you've hit 10 home runs, driven in like 30 something, stolen about 20, and you're
1: you're having a heck of a year.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I would say that.
1: My my question for you, Abby, Abby, tell me this. Why do they keep pitching to you?
2: I mean, I don't know. I I mean, I wouldn't say that they're pitching to me. It's more, I mean, I'm getting pitches where I'm not normally used to hitting. And, I mean, I have pitches where they don't pitch to me. But I feel like I'm just getting a hold of all of them. Like, when
1: well, no, what I'm saying at this point, it's four wide and you go to first. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, there's no way I'd let what, you do the damage you're what, doing. And that, I mean, I'm, I'm super proud of you. Troy sends me all the videos and. But we, man, there we, are some high school coaches in Missouri that have got to recognize that that's we, not a good plan.
0: They can't walk her because look who hits behind her.
2: in uh,
0: You know, you're, you're you're now running the risk of somebody hitting a two or three run home run against you and because Jaden pankow old pink uh she has had quite the season herself i don't know exactly where your numbers are like just like abby but i know you were they were high 400s close to 500 you've hit five five home runs is that right paint yeah yeah and in and, and, and pankow you know, Jaden is one that does fall victim to that intentional pass a lot, especially early in the year, because, I mean, she she's a little bit intimidating when she steps into the box. Wouldn't you say, Lou?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it when I'm coaching first and she's looking down at me.
0: <laughs> no, she, she's every bit of six foot two and big and strong, and Jaden can absolutely put a charge in the ball. She looks the part, and these coaches know it, and they do pitch around her, but – you can imagine the difficulty some of these guys are having, or girls having, when they have two hitters like that back to back in the same high school lineup. That's very difficult.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Okay. So, transitioning back to Abby. Uh, Abby, you actually let's go to Pank on this one first because this is just this is just kind of interesting. Okay. First of all, Jaden, where is your family from? Tell tell us where you're from.
3: Wisconsin
0: wisconsin okay
1: (laughs) cheesehead
0: they are not they are cheeseheads and they are not uh they're not like a lot of people around here so the fact that Jaden, when she you know her dad started talking to me that she may seriously go to college to row uh you know and i'm talking about rowing getting in a boat and rowing it that's that's a sport at a lot of big schools in the north and uh Jaden actually profiles very well to that because of her strength. And so she's gotten interested in it. Pank, and, you know, this, this is a question I need to ask you anyway because mm-hmm. I always need to be updated on this stuff. But what are you thinking right now in terms of your future? Softball, rowing, both? What are you wanting? I
3: don't really know. I have a couple more visits. Like, I go to K-State October 19th. Yeah. Three days after that, I go back to Iowa. And okay. then I go to KU in February. So.
0: Okay, so you maybe after you visit, you may at least have a clear indignation of what you want to go after.
3: Yeah, I feel like after, probably after I go back to Iowa and K State, I'll have a better version or like a better vision of what I want to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, your dad sent me all those pictures from your visit to Iowa and, you know, it's about vision one and their facilities, even for any sport they got. It's just. Freaking nice! And so, tell me about rowing. Like, what? How did this come about? What do you do? Like, explain um, the sport of rowing.
3: Um. So I, <laughs> I used to be coached by Olivia Raines' dad. She pitched at OU. Yeah. And he was like, "Hey, you should go row." My daughter's going to Ku, and I was kind of like, "What the is that?" It's <laughs> like, "What? Well, that? That's crazy!" And yeah. then, um, then I kind of came real, and this girl started messaging me. And it was like, hey, you should really look into this. I, like, absolutely love it. So, I was like, okay, whatever. And right. then I started tagging them. And then they started well, – with the KU coach came to my game. Yep. And then I did a home run. And then, um, yeah, then they've been nonstop messaging me.
0: Where were we when she visited? Was that Kansas City? Kansas. Kansas. Kansas City, City. yep. We were, we were nationals. This summer, Kansas City. And the KU, the University of Kansas, rowing coach, showed up to watch Jayden play softball and she hit a bomb and so uh and now you're you're now that was Kansas right the University of Kansas
3: yeah that and
0: you're, you're going on a visit there too
3: uh yeah they asked me if I wanted to go in November with okay. the fours or February with the 25s and I was like all the 25s so, so I had to
0: go in February. well so I mean this is just kind of really unique and it's really exciting for me you know somebody who loves you and I know Lucian feels the same way that You know, you're going to have so many opportunities uh, to pursue whatever you want to pursue. And this rowing thing has really got some steam behind it. I'm really looking forward to those visits and seeing what you have to say about them and seeing where you end up. Because I can pretty there's there's not a lot that you can predict with this stuff. But one thing I think I feel pretty confident in saying is that you're the only kid in our program that may go to college to row.
3: yeah.
1: just going to row. Cause Jeff didn't, Jeff didn't want to pay for college.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if I, if I do go to Iowa, K-
1: scholarships are full
0: rides. Uh, we're at softball. As we know, even the best player in the country, uh, most of the time, barely get 30%. So, uh, of athletic money. So, Hey, I'm, I'm kind of with Pankow on this one. I think that's maybe the smart play, uh, go to a big power five division one school on a full ride. Uh, Okay, let's switch to Abby now. Abby, something we've seen with you, we've seen it throughout the years. First of all, Abby's been with us for two years. Jaden's been with us for about a year and a half. And something that we've always seen with Abby is highs and lows. Uh, the highs are great uh, when she's rolling good. She is just rolling good, and I mean across the board, personality, character, everything. But when things get bad for her, you know Abby can kind of slump, let everything slump her. her her outlook, et cetera, and be very concerned. And we saw some of that this summer. Like you were in a bad place at one time this summer and you ended up going through committing coach Jones made you feel comfortable enough to commit to her. And I want, I really believe that your awesome hospital season kind of correlates to that commitment and the pressure it took off of you. So would you say that I'm right by saying that?
2: Um, yeah, I, I mean I've told everyone everyone that's asked me when it comes why did I commit so early and they always say like they always ask me like did it take it off your shoulders and I'm always like yeah it did I mean because I feel like as a junior that's when the recruitment process really starts like that's when you really want to start looking at colleges I feel like um like the pressure and the stress like it was it was getting to me but I went on my visit to coach Jones in December and that's when she offered me and on my visit, I just kind of like, that was kind of like my home. So like, I felt like when I committed, like I, like I'd not were too worried about why I committed so early. Like I'm, I'm it just kind of makes everything so much easier. And like, what,
0: you know, you don't have to worry, you know, coach Jones is supportive of you. she, She's sending you messages, giving you advice, et cetera. You can just not – you cannot worry about that part anymore. You know where you're going, and you're happy with it. I talked to her this weekend about you. Uh, She's very excited. She's following what you're doing, too, telling me that you are getting all turf. Uh, It'll be all turf by the time you get there. and um, Arkansas Tech is going to be a nice place to play, I believe.
2: Yeah, and which I'm really excited because – It's there's a whatever there, (laughs) but (laughs) no, but, um, but I mean, everything about Arkansas tech was so nice. Like everything was so close and like walking distance, like the dorms and apartments were in walking distance to what classrooms all have to be at. And so I'm on, I'm really excited to be there in a a year and a half.
1: Well, I I don't know if you could have, I mean, you could have found a better, a better coach. I mean, Jordan's awesome. I mean, I, I've known her, who she was through slow pitch softball for a while. And even when she was at CBC, I was telling Delaney when she was young, I was like, Hey, that's a coach you may want to play for that, that she knows what she's doing and be. So I think you've knocked it out of the park with that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would agree that that was a great decision. And, I think uh, things are going to go real good for you when you get down there. Plus, mom and dad, uh, Joplin. That's not how far is Joplin from Russellville?
2: It's only like a two and a half hour drive. It's like it's a straight shot on the highway. So yeah,
0: all interstate. They're going to be able to see everything you do pretty much. So that's win win. Uh, But you two girls, in my opinion, are are good role models for some of the younger girls in our program. You all kind of have put yourself out there uh, in a variety of ways. Jaden's even put herself out there in another sport and is getting power five looks in it. And so what are, what, what advice would you give to say like a 2027 in our program that is a young talented kid that wants to play a college sport? Like what, what would you tell him?
2: Um, don't stress like everyone, <laughs> like, I mean, I I'm, I'm being honest, like,
0: yeah, yeah. you
2: know, like, once it comes to you like when call when you are start taking about college like don't stress over it like they'll know like you'll know where your home is you'll know where you deserve to be and once you find that you kind of like you just like kind of feel it in you like yeah this is where i need to be right so like, if i so were like, to like, talk to a younger girl i would tell her don't stress
0: be pay, and it will happen. yes all right be pained. Pained. Give us some wisdom. You know, I know you've got somebody.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just stay humble through it. Like Abby said, don't stress about it. I mean, when I went to Iowa, I fell in love with it. So yeah. it was what these other schools have to offer. And I, I just stay positive and just be yourself through it because once you go there, you don't want to be fake. And then when you get there, or if you go to that school, and be a completely different person.
0: That's a good point. Uh, who don't know Jaden. Jaden is as humble of a kid as you're ever gonna come across in life. Uh not not just softball, but in life. And uh she is. Well I mean wouldn't you say that, Lucian? That's a kid that is herself one
1: hundred percent of the time. Oh no doubt. Oh no, <laughs> no oh no doubt. She is <laughs> definitely herself. <laughs> she is, man. I- she what because both of y'all before y'all came to prime or sticks what is now prime y'all both played for a well-known organization the bombers mm-hmm. and y'all took a leap of faith to go to a program that wasn't as well known um, what do you think that what what would you say was the the best decision on, on on taking a leap of faith on on an organization that wasn't like super well known but Still really good.
3: Um, go <laughs> first. Like,
2: um, I mean, I don't know. Like, you guys asked me to fill in one tournament in Hot Springs, and I remember, I I do remember. Like, I didn't show up that tournament. Like, I I struggled that tournament. I do remember, but but when I came to you guys, I remember being welcomed with open arms I all the girls were so welcoming they just like they acted like I'd been on the team forever and I didn't see any problems with it and the old teammate of mine Kate and she was the one that invited me to come to the sticks and after that tournament I was just like I wanted, I like I wanted to be on a team that didn't have drama and I just or like drama and like all kinds of issues like that and I just felt like. I didn't see that with you guys, and I kind of just knew right then and there, like, wow, I kind of, like, this is kind of where I need to be, like, how I am with Arkansas Tech. Like, I just kind of knew I wanted to be with you guys.
0: Right, right, and that's kind of how both of these kids have been. They've come, and day one, I mean, they're they're family. I mean, that's that's what both of these kids, their family, are to us. They are our family and uh, we love them all very much. Jaden, talk about you because you came, you, put, you picked up with us in the, the summer uh, about a year and a half ago. And, you know, we went after you really hard from the get go. Uh, to talk about that process. What made you?
3: Well, I was at my brother's baseball tournament, and Troy called my dad if Abby wanted or if I would want to pick up with Abby's team, and I was like, sure, whatever, why not, you know? And then I got there, struck out, like, five times in a row, <laughs> to a girl with purple checker glasses on. Oh, I remember that. Really embarrassing. <laughs> and then I think my first hit might have been a home run. It was. It was It was. Yeah. And then after that game, Jay offered me a spot, like, outside the dugout, and I, oh, I just knew I needed to take it. I was like, oh, I want to take this so bad, but then I picked up with y'all again for the Oklahoma City. I yeah. think I picked up with y'all for the Junior Olympic tournament, and then yeah. after like that first day, I like just knew I needed to be on this team.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's how we felt about you too from the from the get go. We wanted you, and so that was huge when you came. And now, like, I, I mean, I I think I speak for everybody. I can't imagine this team without you too. Like, it would. <laughs> I just can't I can't even picture it. I can't even fathom that uh, without our Missouri girls.
1: Mm-hmm. And well you know, wherever you if y'all quit and go somewhere, we're all going with you. Yeah. <laughs> <You're
0: fine. laughs> uh and and you're just very special to us both of you. And we're really proud, proud of you guys, proud of what y'all are doing up there. The one regret that I have about the fall league is that you two don't get to play in it. Uh mm-hmm. sem- logistical right now, but I've already come up with a way that you're going to be able to experience some of it next year you know, before you guys go to college, uh, if you want to. And then uh, we miss y'all terribly. Uh, we're ready to get you back down here, ready to get the family back together again and start playing. But uh, we're we're watching everything y'all do up there, and we're just all really proud of you. Everybody's rooting for you. Everybody knows how good y'all are doing, and, uh, you know, we're proud of you. So talk about are you guys ready to be back with us?
2: Yes. Oh my gosh. Me and Jaden talk about it every single day at school. Like every Saturday, you guys will post, "Oh, player of the week, game or team of the week," and me and are just like, "Oh my gosh, we are we just, okay. just located <laughs> on at least."
0: Yes. Well, that's I'm telling you, really. That that is a big regret of mine is that that two of our kids uh, who are very special to us don't get to partake in this, and I'm. I'm being serious. I've already altered the schedule next year to where you're going to be able to, and so uh, we're uh, we're looking forward to seeing you guys and your families. But you got some business to handle before you before you come okay. down. How okay. much is your regular season? Have?
3: It's we have like five games, and that's it. Like okay. we flying by.
0: You're, yeah. You're, what do y'all? He, free, what do you do? Like in Arkansas, at the five A level, you you just go straight into the state tournament. It's based on finished what do y'all do in Missouri?
2: Um, we do. Yeah, we have dish like you do a regular season, you have your conference and district games and then right. you have your district tournament, which that's a I think that's like three games and then you go to your sectionals and then you have state.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So so really what is the state prognosis look like? Are we in danger of not having you guys for the Tulsa Elite Invite on October twenty first? Um
3: it depends how we play. Right. Right. Like, right head head space then we can anybody I mean we've beat so many good teams this year yeah I would
2: say have... we're we've been successful with teams that have like a wasso like they right. to the state championship like three times I think and we held up with them like we didn't even do bad against them we did good I like, mean even though we yeah even though we lost it wasn't even a bad game
0: uh, yeah. and that's something that I meant to mention you know Lucian and I talked about it last week on the podcast, but... Joplin, Missouri is not a little, tiny school. You guys are a, the highest classification in Missouri. You're facing competition, and this is what your numbers look like. And that makes it all the more impressive. Because I'm not saying that kids that play at 1A or 2A schools uh, aren't impressive uh their high school stats. I mean, Allie Mendoza plays at a 1A school. Yeah. But it, it is a little more impressive when you can do this, what you two are doing to 5A competition and in schools from other states that are big like a Wausau, like a Liberty's a Kansas school, isn't it? Or is that yeah. Missouri? Okay. Um, right.
3: I think it's in Kansas
0: City. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's didn't know if it was Missouri or Kansas, but okay. I think it's Kansas.
1: How <laughs> I- uh real quick, yeah. give us a quick update on uh, how the friend of Prime Carly Kennard's doing at Neo Show.
2: Oh we, we actually play- yeah oh. we play them tomorrow. Oh, oh we- really? Yeah, hey. it'll be a big game, that's for sure. Yeah, that's – it'll okay. probably be the biggest game. It's definitely one of the biggest games of our season. Because okay. Because they, if they lose – because they're kind of higher in the conference right now, but if they lose, then, like, everything can just – it's just like a toss-up game, you know?
0: Yeah. Knowing the talent level, we know them well, both both sides of that game. And uh, I bet, uh, one way or another, our girl – and when ours I'm, I'm talking about abby i'm talking about pink i'm talking about autumn i'm talking about carly will determine the winner of that game
1: oh for sure
0: carly's gonna have to navigate two really really rough ab's uh multiple times and abby and Jaden are gonna have to uh have success against a really really good pitcher and so yeah. uh that is a juicy juicy high school matchup no doubt about it uh, well, okay, girls. Well, uh, thank you for coming on and being our special guest. And we will uh, we'll post this on Wednesday so you can listen to it then. And uh, in the meantime, great luck tomorrow, uh, in that big game against Neosho.
2: Thanks, Thanks Jay. Jay.
0: All right, girls. Y'all be good. We miss y'all. Yes, we miss, miss him,
1: y'all too. too.
0: All right, buddy. We'll see you. Okay, bye. Bye. let's pick it up with some recruiting talk now. And like I said, it was a it was a little bit of a quiet week. Coach Jones has finished with her 24 class, and she's got to be super selective with her 25s. She's already got one of our girls uh, committed in Abby Lowry. And uh, so, really, the recruiting news this week, the biggest news was Lily Emberton, uh, 24, catcher outfielder from Clinton, who's been with us since the beginning. And uh, she, Hendricks, came to Arkansas Tech Saturday, watched her uh, play both games coach hunt talked to her and uh we we talked with coach hunt and coach hunts invited her on a visit uh i think there's a very very real chance lily's going to be offered by them and in very possible commit she's a really high academic kid i think she's i think lily has like a 29 or 30 on her act i mean it's up there and uh she's the kind of kid that could go to school at hendrix and uh, she's a very good softball player, like I said, been with us from the beginning. So I know you know Lily. She's got a great personality. She she went to Kansas City with us one summer and played with us. So talk about Lily and just what a great kid she is and, you know, how happy you are for
1: her. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, Hendricks is getting a good one if, if they get her. She's sweet as she can be, super versatile, uh, and a 29 on the ACT, good Lord. <laughs> yeah. That's that. that that's real impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: he's a smart. But kid. yeah,
1: big goals for sure. That I mean, I mean that. I mean, I know this is a softball podcast, but that's more impressive than anything she's going to do on the field. Absolutely.
0: I mean, Lily, that's awesome. Lily's going to be virtually free wherever she decides to go to school, and uh, she's going to do real well. And Lily. Lily's going to make a lot of money one day, be somebody. She's got just the best personality, too. Uh, maybe she
1: won't I'm forget gonna, about us when she makes all that well, money.
0: I'm hoping. That's why I'm saying all this good stuff about her. That's so,
1: right. You know,
0: maybe she'll throw a bone towards prime one day. Uh, but, uh, okay, so that that's we're all real proud of Lily. They're also looking at Mackenzie, Guy they've offered her. And so it's very possible we could see two uh, kids who have been teammates for the duration of their sticks and prime careers go on to become college teammates. And man, that's, that's what it's all about.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's uh, I think it's real neat that, I mean, you know, that that's, that's happening all over the place. You got kids in our organization that play together and move on to college together. And that's, I mean, that's really, really neat.
0: It is. I mean, that's the, to me, that's one of the, you know, one of the things that this whole deal is about and the, the building of relationships like that. And I know you know that well because your daughter's right in the stick of the, the biggest one with her and Sarah Campain and Ali Mendoza going to MPC. And they're very, they very well could be another uh, prime teammate uh, headed there to root to be that fourth kid in that room. So uh, looking forward to seeing about that. I actually got a text on that today and I think that's going to get set up and And uh, they're going to fire their shots. So to be determined, that'll definitely be something we talk about uh, here in the next couple of weeks. But staying on that recruiting theme, I thought it was going to be a good idea to every week kind of – it doesn't even have to be every week, but just kind of include like a segment on here to where we pick a facet of the recruiting game and just kind of have a little back and forth about it. You know, nothing major, nothing – Too time consuming. Again, these are our opinions. Okay, we're not necessarily experts. Uh, I do feel very well versed in this area. I feel like it is my strength. Uh, The recruitment part, I feel like I have uh, been through this before on the parent side at a very high level. I've seen a lot of stories play out over the years, good ones and bad ones. And uh, just offer up some advice. I'm going to call it "Spitting Game." That's the name of the segment, and
1: we're just going to spit the truth as we know it. Yeah, uh, these are our opinions, but they're not wrong. So no,
0: I agree. I mean, (laughs) if if you (laughs) listen, well, we're never wrong, right? Uh, If you listen to this, then I think you will glean some insight into this recruiting process, and it may help some of you. And so it's an easy way for us to reach the masses. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to do it every week. Uh, This week's topic, you know, and I've dealt with this some recently, but it's be realistic. You know, and to me, I'm really more talking about the parents than I am the kids. It's the parents' job to be realistic with their kids. It it would amaze you at how many kids, 24s and 25s, tell me they want to go to LSU or they want to go to, you know, Arkansas
1: someplace like that. Look, it's just, man, it's just not realistic. I mean, I had to tell that to Delaney. She, when she was younger, she, I mean, everybody in the state of Arkansas wants to play for Courtney Difel. Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, but I had to tell Delaney, hey, baby, look, if uh, Courtney Diefel ain't called you yet, she's not calling. You <laughs> You got to be realistic. And I, I'll be honest, man, I get, I can, I, I kind of get offended when people go, JUCO, yeah, yeah, I'm and I'm sure. like, are, do you know the percentage of kids that play high school sports that even get the opportunity to play in college? Right. It's not. It's not high. No, it's not. And and, and if you get the chance to go play at just a JUCO, quote unquote, that's a that's a huge honor. It is. And I mean. Not you're
0: not going to find a much bigger fan of those than me uh i think that they're a great pass to if you if you truly believe you're a division one player in high school and you're not getting those looks then that is your best bet and just in the climate of recruiting today with the transfer portal kind of being the wild west i mean it truly is the wild west now you can you can go to a place you can put in your time you can sit on the bench for a year or two and then you're expecting to play that junior year or whatever, and they could just bring in a transfer that that's that's your age that has 600 plate appearances at a junior college as opposed to like 20 for you in two years your Division II or Division I school, and it's it's a there's a high likelihood that that, that transfer is going to beat you out and you're going to stay on the bench. And so yeah, you
1: I mean you have to look at it like this: if you say a kid goes to a smaller high school that doesn't have the resources that like a, a Conway high school or a, a, or Bentonville high school has, you know, I mean, their, their resources are unlimited. Right, so they may not have the access, the training, the coaching, the, you know, the extra, yeah. all the extras. Yeah. So they're raw and they, they want to go to school or, and, and they, and they sit on the for two or three years. Right. And cause school is bringing in, high school players every year, transfers, JUCO players. So you are you may be falling further behind. Or you could go to a – and you could play 30, 40 games in the fall, 30, 40 games in the spring. You're getting coached every day. You're getting into a weight training program. Um, and from that point, you know, while that kid that went to D2 is sitting there maybe getting to train and do all that stuff, they're not getting that game experience that, you know, a kid that went to two years of JUCO, they, they played 120 games.
0: That's right, man. I mean, it's a, it's a very viable option, especially in today's climate. And that's, you know, some of our guests uh, coming up in the coming weeks are going to be junior college coaches and, or, or division two, division one, whatever. And, uh, we're, we will definitely talk to them about that because you're 100 percent right. And uh, and I don't. You know. And
1: what I just said, I'm not. I'm not shooting down D2s because I mean, I just met Coach Jackson at OBU a couple of weeks ago. Awesome guy. Can't speak awesome. more highly of the the guy. Yeah. Awesome dude. I have really Kyle Lim, Real nice guy. Yeah. Jordan Jones. I spoke about her earlier. Super nice. Love her to death. Right. But it, I mean. I I hate when I hear you got have you, you have to have a D one, a D two mindset. Take your opportunity and run with it.
0: I'm telling you, you know, the division one thing, and that's really was my focus here, is it, it's a it's a different animal, man. And a lot of people don't understand that. You know, in baseball, you've got the top, I'd say ten percent, you know, maybe not that much, but top Top five to ten percent of the best players in the country in each graduating class—they're going straight to the draft. They're going into the draft. They're signing with big league clubs and starting their professional careers. Uh, so you—you you don't even get the the cream of the crop most of the time at the Division One level in baseball because the cream of the crop is now is playing minor league ball already. It's mm-hmm. all the very best players in America. America is the best country in softball. The best softball players in the world live in America. And when they get out of high school, 100% of those best softball players in America go play for power five division ones. And I just, people, a lot of times get it, get twisted just how talented and just how good and just how dedicated these kids are that go to those schools. And, you know, you'll hear, you'll hear a 24 tell you they want to go to, you know, Arkansas. And it's like, look, if you were going to do, if you were, if that was going to happen for you at a high school, you would already know it. Uh, Arkansas done with their 24 class. Arkansas tech is done with their 24 class. And so, uh, and a lot of that falls on the parents. I mean, you've got to be realistic about it. And I don't, I understand that not everybody knows, uh, but that's kind of what I'm here for. Like, I will give you my opinion. I will shoot you straight. Uh, It may not be what you want to hear, but it will be the truth as I see it. And uh, that's a big part of it because your kid is if they're spending their time, we had a kid, she left us now. I won't mention names, but she's left us. And I think is regretting it already, but she's, she's left us. And she camped a lot. She was making good moves, but she was going to camp at LSU. She was going to camp at Arkansas. She's going to camp at uh, Memphis. She went to a camp there. And it's like, you're not going to play at those schools. You're not, you're not at that level right now in, in your career and you've wasted some valuable time that you could have been going to other schools that you have a realistic shot at, but you went to those instead. And so essentially, you know, I've seen it before, you know, you you show up to a a power five day one camp, you know, you got 200 kids there, 250 kids there, Uh, 243 of them are just donating to pay the graduate Mm assistance. There may be five to seven that catch the eye of the staff. Uh, But aside from that, that's it.
1: And see, so that's the thing that I don't understand is not only do you have to be just crazy talented to go to a power five D one school, but man, you got to have something else that sets you apart. For instance, Skylar yes. stare speed. Yes. Yes. I, I mean that, I mean that you can't coach that. I no. mean, you no. either got it or you don't. I mean, yes, you can coach to get faster, but you can't coach to get that fast.
0: Right. Right, I mean, and that you're a hundred percent right. To play at that level, ninety five percent of the time, you've got to have some sort of skill that sets you apart and makes you special. Uh, Skylar is a good example. Skylar is a player in our organization that I do feel like needs to spend some money and go to camps like that because she's got a real chance. She's six foot tall. She runs a sub two five home to first. I forget what her home to home is, but it's it's insane. Uh, we saw her at OBU when she when, when the Dream Team played down there that she hit one over the light pole out in right field, so she's got power. skylar has got a 75-mile-an-hour arm, which is insanely high. Uh, those are the kind of metrics, okay, yes, you do have something that might be attractive to that level. Uh, but if you're a pitcher and you're 24 and you're throwing 56 – I'm sorry. Uh, It doesn't matter how good you are, how effective you are. You're not going to get a look from, from that level.
1: I couldn't agree more. I I, I hate to say this, but sometimes it gets comical. Mm
0: -hmm. It really does. I mean, there's been some, (laughs) there's been, you know, there's been some people over the years of us doing this that, you know, we're just like, man, what, thinking like, hey, how could you think that, that, that's realistic? And it's, it's not, it's not telling a kid they can't do something. That's not what it is. If you want that, you have to from this very moment right now, the, with the moment you hear these words on this podcast, you have to dedicate your life to it. And I mean, dedicate your life to it. Uh, and if you do that and you maybe go to a junior college and you continue to dedicate your life to it for a year or two, in a college, who knows, man? The sky's the limit. You know, well, never. T- do
1: for some of those kids that that are younger and listening to this, I, yeah. I will just use my kid as an example. Yeah, Delaney, when she was probably eleven or twelve, I took her to her first Razorback game. Yeah, and we went and watched th- uh, at Bogle Park and played Mississippi State, and it was just an awesome environment. And as we're walking out of the stadium. Delaney tells me she wants to play college softball and she wants to play for the Razorbacks. Yeah. And I I mean, you know, at that time, D, just be honest, she wasn't very good. Right. And I told her, I said, well, baby, you're going to have to work. And I said, shooting for Arkansas is reaching for the stars. And I'll never do not to reach for them. But you need to understand that if you reach for them, you may not reach. And you may, but, you know, there will be a place for you if you work hard enough. Right, and she she has found her place at MPC, absolutely, and she could not be happier. Well, that's I I mean, I don't don't even know if Arkansas offered her if she would go. Honestly, I mean, obviously she probably would. I mean, that's not coming, but I mean, she is so happy with where she's going. I she doesn't. I mean, she's not looking for anything else.
0: Exactly right. I don't think she would. And you know, that's what can get twisted a little bit in this is that. You know, in baseball at least, you always have the dream of doing it for a living. There is the draft. There is. I a- was
1: fixing to touch on that. You're exactly right. And,
0: and and it does. Going to Arkansas does give you an inherent advantage to reach that professional level. You know, Arkansas all the time has guys that, you know, especially pitchers that throw sparingly for the Razorbacks for whatever reason. But they get drafted. Evan Lee's a great example of that he's in. Uh, he's
1: in National's
0: majors yeah i mean he's he's reached the majors uh and you know this was a guy that c- could barely get in a rotation or get on the field at arkansas but he was still drafted in the top 10 rounds etc in softball there's no draft there's no professional there's no dream of millions of dollars so get in where you fit in. that's that's my best advice i mean it it's truly about where you you feel comfortable where you want to play
1: where you can play yeah find you a coach that that you have a personal relationship with that, that you're comfortable being around that you're going to spend that time with, whether it be Autumn White, coach Jackson, coach Lim, uh, Beth Barcroft, any of those, any, right. any, any coach that you can build a relationship with is, I mean, quit looking for a status and right. look for a relationship.
0: Right, and and you see that a lot. The kids playing for that that jersey, what's on the front of the jersey, and I get it. I mean, I get it. Like I said, my son's on with Arkansas. So I understand, but uh softball's a little bit different. And you know, I just wanted to 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 touch on this topic and just kind of have a back and forth conversation on it about being realistic. You as a parent, you can save yourself a lot of time, and more importantly, you can save save yourself a lot of money. If and you- heartache. And heartache. That's right. And if you're just realistic about the process and if you need help, you can reach out to me at any point And I'll tell you uh, right now, our program, there's only one kid that I am I would sit here and say, hey, you need to be you need to be hitting up power five camps. That's, you, you really need to you need to push it for that. Now, there are some others that could develop into that. There are some others that are fringe that level. You know, I always I always to- told you that I thought Abby was. Uh but look at Abby. Abby is happy as can possibly be, committed to Arkansas. She
1: found a relationship.
0: Exactly right, and it
1: it she could
0: care less that she's not playing Division One ball. Like that doesn't matter at all to her, and
1: it shouldn't. And so, and and, and the thing is too, like you you keep touching on Arkansas baseball. Look at Jalen Battles. He was a great shortstop. Where would he come from? Junior college.
0: That's oh yeah, that's right. A lot of those guys are coming from JUCO's nowadays. JU, JUCO is is a terrific option, but well, that's going to be a whole different, that, that's going to be a whole segment in itself uh, eventually, probably when we have Autumn on then she can kind of chime in on this stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you're a hundred percent right. And so I just want to make this a, a weekly thing to where we kind of touch on this stuff just to get people's minds thinking and uh, who knows it might help somebody out there. And that's what it's all about because. Well,
1: really, that's what the whole point of this, this, this podcast is, is to <laughs> help our girls.
0: That's right. We're trying to promote our kids and we're trying to help parents too in this process, because if you haven't been through it, it's, uh, it's really difficult to navigate it. I mean, it really truly is. I had a guy, it was a year ahead of me, a year, or his son was a year ahead of Brandon. Uh, he was a high level prospect, both from Sheridan and he kind of walked me through everything. And without John Cacciatore, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how things would have ended up for me. And so we can be that for you. Uh, but just ask us and listen to our podcast, and we will touch on probably any question you may have. So, shifting gears now, we're going to wrap it up with a little preview of week five. And I think we know what we're going to lead off with here. And that's the rematch.
1: Uh, the, the judgment day is coming. <laughs> you, you, I got to behave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I
0: mean, yeah, you don't have to behave that much. I mean, I,
1: I, a, look, look, I feel like. I really – I'm, I'm speaking from my heart right now. I feel like I have to let you in. <laughs> I, I, because, look, Jay, I mean, I'm playing with house money. The worst I can do is split with you. Yeah. I really and truly don't think that you can take another loss to me. I really don't. And for our friendship, I feel like I have to let you in.
0: Well, I'll tell you this. You're, you're fired if I lose that game.
1: <laughs> well, uh, there no, goes the fall of –
0: <laughs> yeah, the problem is done.
1: <laughs> We're just in the fall league and everything right there. Oh, my
0: God. Like, God, I'm pulling it,
1: pulling the plug. Uh, look, this is this is all, I mean, all jokes aside, I, I can't wait for uh I'm just hoping you score this time.
0: Oh, my God. Right, you know, you, look, you can, you know, I post them on Facebook every week. You can look at our numbers, uh, the numbers of each team in the league. You know, you can track them. <laughs> Uh, there is no feasible reason why pink should ever beat white, but not only did they beat us, like, um, they shut us out.
1: They beat us. Well I, well, I know what the first thing you're going to say in your little group meeting Do don't right. hit it to shortstop.
0: Absolutely, stay away from the dang and, uh, <laughs> on early in this podcast with the bloodbath of the PSFL. Is anybody can beat anybody, and so, uh. You know, I but but yeah, I, I I this one means a little bit more. I know we play gray Saturday too. I hadn't even thought about that game. I don't even care about it. I, I we're in the huddle when we broke on Saturday. I we didn't talk about gray. We talked about pink. <laughs> so I mean, uh, I hope. <laughs>
1: that- I Look, I I want you to know that I I did the best I could to be humble. Yeah. I, I will I will say this. I You're tried to correct. get Matt Terry to make me a shirt. And he did not come through. Good, but it would have been epic. Just know that.
0: Matt is my guy. Uh, That's my best friend. He uh, he's got my back,
1: man. Oh, Oh, hey, listen, I I was getting him to print a baseball card on a T-shirt with your picture on it, and the back of it, all your stats against me. Oh my god! Oh, it was going to be epic. I, c- I couldn't figure out how to do it online, so I reached out to him to do it. And I got to be honest, for the first time ever, Matt Terry let me down.
0: At a boy, Matt, good.
1: <laughs> good. Oh, it was going to be that so been, good. That would've, that would've, honestly, I would have, I would have, uh, you
0: know, I would have, I would have been on board with that actually.
1: Oh. Okay. Uh, man I it was I, I'm so disappointed because I, I mean the vision I had in my head was an old school baseball card yeah. with the wood grain outline. Oh man it
0: would have been epic. epic. Would have been epic. Hey I tell you what you beat me Saturday I'll buy it for you. I'll design
1: <laughs> No I told you I'm gonna I'm 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 probably gonna pull back and, and give this one to you. No, it's no, kind of like the make I a wish foundation. I
0: don't want that at all.
1: <laughs> I want
0: the best ever for sure uh, cause you're, you're gonna get ours uh but you know we're we're sitting here spending a lot of time on the pink white game and that is actually not the only game that
1: we oh can. no we
0: actually i mean honestly from a statistical perspective the white versus gray game is very interesting you have a team that is way above everybody offensively going against a team that is way above everybody with their pitching and uh, that could be a clash there. It wasn't the first time. I mean, that we played the same week I lost to you, and it was a 3-0 game that they scored two runs in late to pad a 1-0 lead. But um, also we got a Navy against Columbia game. Uh, both squads should be at full strength. That's going to be a really interesting game there. You're liable to have Cooper Terry going up against Addison Ritchie and our new girl from Batesville, Carly Duncan, who looked good last weekend.
1: Yeah, uh, the, the the new girl you sent to me looked good too. Oh,
0: absolutely. Mad, Maddie, Maddie oh, Chandler
1: absolutely. looked really good.
0: Absolutely, she did. we 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 added two very good older players last weekend for sure. And uh, that Navy Columbia game—that's a—that's a good game right there. Those two teams have good players top to bottom, good pitchers, and uh, the Stair girls are back for Navy, so Navy's going to be at full strength. Uh, Doug will be back. Tamara Tamara has a personal deal next weekend, but Doug will be there. And I'm really uh, – I'm interested to watch that one. To me, that's a a really, really competitive game there. So, we've got a good slate of action there with our buddy Autumn White. Uh, She's one of our good friends and, you know, a coach that we just love to death. Uh, Obviously, your daughter is going to school there. She's committed to them. And uh, we're hosting it at Lake Hamilton uh, because apparently baseball is more important than softball. Uh, Majestic. And uh, so we're going to Lake Hamilton, which is a good venue. I like playing there. Uh, Sheridan High School has played there many times. And uh, Autumn will be on hand all day. The NPC girls are going to be umpiring for us. And I'm really uh, – I'm looking forward to it. Hot Springs is a great place to play. And so that's going to be fun.
1: Yes, sir. Can't wait. All right, man.
0: Well, I, I think that's about it. I think we've touched on everything again we might have gone a little long, but I don't know. You know, I didn't get any complaints this week. About yeah, that. I was going to,
1: you know, that's what I was going to say. That They go long, but in order to touch everything that we need yeah. to touch, it's going to have to.
0: Right, right. And, I mean, I, you know, I talk all day and uh, mesmerize crowds all day, every day. And so I might as well just do the same thing when I come home at night.
1: <laughs> Boy, so- Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking you should do.
0: I bet everyone else is, too. So, Uh, well, all right, man, we'll wrap it up. Good job. And uh, we will uh, get this out there. It's going to be released hopefully on Wednesday and uh, we will uh, see you next week.